Welcome to another brand spanking new episode of Congregation. I'm MegaRube. Mark. And I'm Ishii. And today we're going to talk about loads of things. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> what is it wrong with him? Alright, um... Let's talk about PlayStation's 20th years of service. Yeah! yeah. But now we have to pay $50. For what? PS Plus. Online. Yeah, but we get benefits! Yes, I understand. Yeah, yes. benefits. It's like going to work, man. You gotta go find the I job that gives you the best if you, benefits. If you enjoy the games, the free games, the bit basically. I enjoy the discounts. I don't know about Finding you, Finding of man. Isaac was nice. That was fun. Yeah. Yeah. I really want Nidhogg to be a PS Plus. That's not happening. Well, guess what? It's not happening. Are you sure? Not yeah, yet. usually. Maybe the year 2015. If it already came out, like games like. That's an indie game, right? Yeah, usually if it yeah. already usually came out. Usually indie games, and if it's not, when they I'll come out day Plus. one on like those services, they're usually like the free games of the month. It could be eventually, though. It's no, in that next price month. range. I think they already announced the next two months already. Nidhogg was not on there. Oh. So, I'm gonna have to probably buy it. You'll probably be in Yeah, just buy it. But anyways, why would you wait? So oh, maybe a discount. One of these. Yeah, we might get a discount. Oh, I'm hoping for a discount. Yeah. I would really, I really want to get that game. But 20 years anyway, of PlayStation. Yeah. I love PlayStation. PlayStation is uh, giving gamers service for 20 years. PlayStation that One. That sounds is... pretty sexual. Well, it's not. Well, yeah, it is PlayStation it is. as a whole. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't get it, though. They just released the 20-year uh, montage uh, yesterday. So, does that mean the PlayStation 1 came out around this time? Yes, sir. Yes. Yeah, because I don't know the release date of PS1. I know 94, obviously, but... But, um... Oh. Yeah, that's insane already. It's almost as old as... People that graduated two years ago from high school. So, <laughs> sophomores <laughs> in college? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, that was weird, wasn't it? <laughs> it's like, like wait. it's like with a pregnant woman. It's like their baby is one years old, and they say, "Oh, it's twelve months." <laughs> yeah, I hate that. Like, what the hell? Oh, that's like that. the pregnant woman has a baby. They're like, "Where's my diet, Doctor Phelps?" What is? Oh my god! <laughs> oh think, my god! My I think, I think he got into my dad's like drug stash. Whoa! <laughs> we don't talk about that on here. I know it's Whoa. not. It's illegal, it's prescribed. <laughs> 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 so, what are your favorite PlayStation titles? You know what? I think I want to do it by console. Oh, by so console? That's how we'll do it. Yeah, because oh, there's great. too many games. Oh, screw you then. I'm just going to. Yeah, just list. You're going to do top. Wow. Let's not do any formatting with that. You all right, top, you want. So, top five between all, all, all of everything for the past 20 years that all we right. haven't been alive. Wait, do you want to put games that were initially exclusives, or like Spyro Crash don't count on this list, or oh they count? Okay, everything should count, even multiplat. Or... Right. no, not multiplat. No, no, not no. multiplat. But right. they like they started on PlayStation. Um, I'll, we can do that. All right, All right, starting. Well, this is in no particular order, but uh, God of War, the first one. Uh, Spyro, the first one. Ape Escape 2. Uh, man, that's a tough list. I'm missing... I gotta think PS2. PS2, God of War. Oh, uh, Sly Cooper. And Ratchet and Clank up your arsenal. 
Because I haven't experienced PS3, so I can't really pick a favorite for that. Pussy. And PS4. Nope, you know what? Last of Us. Scratch out Sly Cooper. I'm going to put Last of Us there. Ooh. Yeah, that was a tough season. Scandalous. Season. I know. Um, I'm just going to go out there and throw out all of Naughty Dog's games. Yep, pretty much. And I'm just going to do Sly yeah, Cooper that was pretty much and given. Crash Bandicoot. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, so all of Naughty Dog's games, but... Oh, Little Big Planet, come on. That's yes. One of oh, games. yeah, that's definitely a game Little changer. Little Big Planet, yeah. I um, I earned two medium molecule picks for my levels in Little Big Planet 2, so I might be a little bit biased there, but I honestly love... That's probably one of the best user-created content games out there. You know, I think I'm going to have to go ahead and get three this next week. Yes, I do gotta, it. Do it. Wait. You know you want to I know, do I put it on my Christmas list, but... Dude, you're gonna have like no games for Christmas know. now. Cause I asked for all your expensive stuff. Oh yeah, the amiibos. That's right. Which that's also coming out next week. Oh man. Oh shit. Amiibo. Not only does Smash Brothers and Pokemon come out the same day. Oh no, Pokemon! No, no, I want. But no, 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 Little Big Planet's more important. <laughs> if you're yes, then Pokemon. Yes. More important than yes, wow. more important. It is more, more important. You can't Pokemon. even say that. It's such even a better game. Even if it's game. my favorite generation, I, it's more important. It's such a better game. I bet other people beg to differ. I know, and those other people can sometimes be faggots. And those other people can also not appreciate the ingenuity of Little Big Planet in general. Well, Little Big Planet <clears throat> is like, uh, I don't know, I think it's like Nidhogg without the. the... <laughs> you need to stop! Stop! While we're to on stop. the podcast, you know we need what? To... Can we What's duct tape him for the, re- the rest of the episode? Just leave him Yeah, I wish tape. we just had like a mute button for you sometimes. Ooh, I'm sorry, guy. You can stop! <laughs> <sighs> Alright. You got the Mario Kart 8 DLC, right? Yep, I just picked it up uh, last night. Have you night. played it? Yeah, I played a little bit before it got here, actually. I'm guessing you played as Link a oh, lot. Oh, that was the first thing I That's did. like everyone online. Link, 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 Oh, yeah, I've Link, seen that. Link. I didn't get to play it online. I just went through the Grand Prix uh, on 100cc, but I did do uh, both... Um, new maps. Both cups. And uh, I got to say... New carts. Yeah, I'm getting to that. Uh, well, first of... First of what First off, uh, Tanuki, Mario, and Cat Peach should have just been alternate costumes. That's kind of like a waste of a character slot. I don't know why they chose to do that. But, um, yeah, it's still cool to see them in the game, I guess, anyways. I don't know. But Link was a nice addition that no one saw coming. And um, the Master Cycle comes with that. And also a Hillian Kite. And you get... A Hyrule <laughs> Circuit, or Hyrule Tram, yeah, track is on um, one of the cups. And, you know, they add little nice features like rupees instead of coins and uh, stuff like that. DLC is definitely worth it. It's only $12, which I got uh, for the season pass. So you get six characters with that. You get uh, 16, no, yeah, 16 tracks uh, between the two. And I believe eight new vehicles. So you get the Master Cycle in this DLC pack that just came out uh, yesterday. Um, try to think what else comes with it. Because I didn't really get to play too much of it. Um, what was I just saying? 
cards, tracks. <laughs> what is did wrong? you get enough sleep? Is that the issue here? No, I did not. I went to bed at like one, I think. What the hell were you doing the whole time? Mario Kart. What? The, what? I, no, I wouldn't no, even no, lose no, sleep on Mario Kart. No, I didn't play Mario Kart that much. You were doing something else involving a hum. What? <laughs> Excuse me? <clears throat> yeah, the DLC was cool. Okay. Buy it. <laughs> Buy it. Stop giving the money. Speaking <laughs> of money, I'm tired of, uh, you know, getting broken games. Yeah. Pre-orders? Alright. In what other industry besides video games have you ever heard of, Oh, we're making this, and you are going to pay it off before you can even have it. So, and hey, maybe we'll throw in, like, a deleted scene or something, you know? If it's in movies or something. Yeah, pre-order bonuses are getting shittier and shittier each year. They're bad to begin with, but just pre-orders is... Pre-orders in general is such a crazy idea. Like, I like pre-ordering. I like the feeling of paying something off. A leap, That's the only good thing about they're it. They're a leap of faith. They don't they really are give a out leap of faith. Uh, too it's much blind. incentive anymore besides getting it day one. Well, nowadays it's blind, but back in the day, you used to know what you were getting yourself into. And also, into. stuff, didn't they give you, like, good, good stuff back then? Back then they gave did you, they like, posters. Did they ever give strategy guides? Did they go that far? Or they gave discounts to... on strategy guides. Oh, so that that's a nice incentive. Like thirty percent off a strategy guide if that's you pre-order really the nice. game. Yeah, I don't remember it too much because I didn't really start pre-ordering stuff. Um, I pre-ordered until like a couple once, years. I pre-ordered ago. once the GameCube started getting hot. Wow, you even did them that that back then. I did them all the way back then. My parents weren't into video games as much, so they didn't know, and I didn't know enough to what pre-orders were at the time. So. Well, I didn't know what pre-orders was. My dad just took me to the store and he's like, "Uh, can we put five dollars on a uh, Wind Waker?" And they're like, "Yeah, with this added bonus, you get the Ocarina of Time game disc for like thirty bucks." It's, I got it. It's either year. thirty bucks or for free. A year after launching that Wind Waker, Oh, that was great getting that. But yeah, like the Master Chief Collection, I paid sixty bucks expecting the multiplayer to be there, and guess it's what? Not, not there. They were receiving. Three four three gave a special message about fixing the servers, and it looks like that hasn't been done yet. You they say some people are reporting better matchmaking. Then they limited the playlists. Yeah, they to say they took out a couple of. They players. took out like yeah, we're Slot. gonna. Uh, Halo 2 They took or out a bunch of stuff. And just to... They streamlined the playlists so that basically it, more people would be connecting to each other and it would run faster and whatnot. But you know what? If you can't even search for people, like I can't, it says searching for players, I've waited 20 minutes. Do it. I've been on my phone do, doing stuff. And it won't load. That's, it won't do anything. That's really upsetting. It's terrible. It's also upsetting when like games just glitch out and just we buy games. Oh, 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 we word... buy games blindly. I don't Literally, think the word the finished product has be. any meaning anymore in the gaming industry. Depending what developer no. you're talking about, yeah. I mean, it looks like it's prevalent in just like a lot of games nowadays. I remember everywhere. when I picked up Battlefield 4 last year. It was my first like real PS4 game after Injustice because I already had that. And I just got a rushed game that barely worked. It couldn't save campaign. The multiplayer was messed up. And, you know, $60 is nothing to, you know, just think it's whatever. That's a lot of money to put down on a product. 
But they fixed it. That's why every yeah, time... Yeah, but how long did it take? Months? Yeah, it took a while to fix that. I remember that. It a took a couple... No, it was more than that. But well, every, every... I didn't have the campaign problems ever, and A lot of people reported the that. Multiplayer, you got lucky then, somehow. The multiplayer... Uh, they've still... Balance stuff. I my biggest complaint when they try to balance multiplayer is they have these gigantic like five gigabyte updates. Yeah, and oh. then because they like did so much stuff at once, now other stuff that they didn't touch or did touch becomes unbalanced, and the same thing happens again. They have to slow down and implement it, see what works, and you know, I would prefer. Like, <clears throat> 250 megabyte updates every, you know, week or two or so, rather than a huge 5 gig update that still doesn't really fix much, it just causes new problems after closing the old every three months or so, so, you know. That's it's... why I'm glad, like, every time a game gets pushed back, I'm like, good, they're working on the bugs, they're working on fine-tuning, maybe they're working on something new also. Also, it's nice on our wallets. Yeah, that too. Oh, man. But Batman was really sad for me. I wish it was February rather than... Uh, I'm glad it got pushed Actually, back. no. February, there's still a lot coming out then. The Order 1886 is that Not even for that. If I got that game and it Blood started Born glitching out, month. I would have... No, uh... What was that? Rocksteady Studios never released a bad game. They've only had two so far, right? Because they actually work on their games. Mm. And I'm glad superheroes deserve better games. Batman's probably the only superhero that's gotten decent titles. I mean, Spider-Man 2 was good back in the day, but, yeah. you know, Arkham Asylum is the definitive superhero experience. And just these, this industry is just making games and rushing them out, and we're getting an o another oversaturation. You know, back in the day with, like, the NES, that we had an oversaturation then, we're getting it again now. And it's just, I'm it's waiting terrible. For the new people have been, uh, were you gonna just say Video Game Crash? I'm waiting for the LJN to rise again. Well, no, LJN G is here, like, everywhere, pretty much. Just not called LJN. It's just called Shitty Games. Well, yeah, pretty much. But, yeah, instead of, like... You're waiting for the I game I remember, crash. like, 2008, like, 07, 08, those two years had 9s and 10s all the time. And now we're getting 6.5s, 7s. We're, we're getting real get... mediocre games. When was the last time we got a 10 in Game Informer? I don't even remember what game it was. Did Skyward Sword get a 10 in Game Informer? Skyward Sword got like 9.5 maybe. I don't remember the last perfect game in Game Informer actually. See, that's depressing. Because back then it was like... There was like a 10 every month or something like yeah, that. Yeah, but I think it's also on our part that we expect everything to be like the best. Yes. And we expect 10s like every day. No, but we should get more than we are now. Yeah, we should, but it's us. Like, Watch Dogs. The Watch Dogs, that was a huge debacle. I honestly... From the, point, the first trailer, I'm like, that's going to be an awesome game. But Bro, the more but they E3... showed, I'm like, that game is going to suck, and everyone kept overhyping it. It's depressing, because E3 2012, when they... I think that's when they first unveiled it. I'm not too yeah, sure. Yeah, for the Wii U, that was perfectly fine. I was perfectly fine no, with it. No, that wasn't Wii U footage. That I'm was... saying when they yeah, announced yeah, it. Yeah, I know, but they said... They initially announced it for Wii U. It looked amazing, that was, Yeah, man. and it was perfectly fine. I'm like, that game's gonna be a good game. But the more they showed, the more hype that was after it. I'm like, this game is going to be the death of everyone. And it almost was. Yeah, that... Mm. Everyone over hypes everything. That was only a six experience. We need to be. I want at least nines or. We need to be more thoughtful of what we're getting. We need to 
really look at something and be like, have I seen that yes. before? And if we have, where? Was it good? But Was also, it implemented good? Can they do it good? The other thing, it's becoming more and more apparent to me now. But not only that, it's that I feel like, in general, developers don't have a good handle on this new generation technology in general. Because you can see it, especially even when it comes to things like graphical things, they're adding gigs upon gigs of all this memory. And when you, if you ever are advanced enough to look through it, it's mainly a bunch of textures and graphics and things that take up maybe, I don't know, 10 gigs by itself. And that's insane. Because there was no game back in the day that was like, ex well, not even back in the day, like just on the last gen consoles, that was over maybe 25 gigs. That was a very rare occurrence. How that's much is GTA 5? Was that like, almost pushing it? or? Yeah, GTA 5 last year? Battlefield last generation 4 was, almost was higher it. than GTA 5. On last actually. gen consoles? Yes. And the whole thing is now, your hard drives, I feel like. I don't even think they anticipated this. Or they oh, just want to make tons of money. Gigabyte? Oh. Yeah, no, it's absolutely nothing. I have They don't get money because you to, go out and buy yeah, like the I had to clear space to play Unity on my PS4 the other day. And then not only that, I have one, two, three, four, five. Five Xbox One games total. And I have sixty percent of my hard drive gone like oh that. i'm already at 70 points yeah, isn't this generation supposed to be like the easiest to develop for too no it's not Where they said you... it was they said it's the well the japanese are saying it's it's a breeze in the fucking park well, so that. why can't we handle that well why do we have to put it's... in all these gigs all right it's uh, the thing is yeah, when you complain that. about this it's you have to have a handle on all the coding and everything else that goes into it and basically as the stuff gets more advanced you'd think the coding does get more advanced right yeah it matters not the coding is still extremely hard at the base from scratch the way there's a curve to it when it starts you get down the simple binary that's easy as you start getting more layered with it it starts to become harder. Then you get to a point where it can streamline it, and the programs basically envelop the upward spike where it gets harder, and then there's a downward spike where it gets harder again after you start using the program. Because you see, now what they're going to have to do is because people are getting really ambitious with their games. They want to have a bunch of things because they the programs they would use would sometimes be categorized to more... You know, things like animation and whatnot. But since they want to make it real, they want to do these things with the animation. I, I'm sure you've seen it in almost every game you've played. Like, if there was a dead body or something, it would ragdoll through the floor and everything. It's because they're combining this new, these new programs and this new, uh, you know, advanced code to make these animations fluid. And they're still using old physics and... <clears throat> object validation things like because all right say you want to just make a flat wall in a game right mm -hmm. you need to make the assets for it you need to specify the height well depending on what you're using how are you going to specify it then you have to make the textures if you want to make it look good but then there's the solidarity of it 
you need to say, oh, well, this object has to correspond with this. You have to put in... The easiest thing to do would be, <clears throat> is it a solid object now? If you want to do a door, it would be false for most objects that would be moving to and from out of it. But if it was a wall, most of the time, its solidarity would be true. And, or valid, you know, and its movement, you know, wouldn't be, well, what it is. And the whole thing about other games is, when, that's the thing about Unity. Unity has 29.58 gigs of memory that it takes up, right? Mm-hmm. That's it? Yes, that's it. What? Even though... Most games have been seeing like 45... Exactly! This is what I'm saying. They did a really good job in that aspect. Because there's one loading screen in the beginning. The entire area is then loaded. And pretty much every building you see, you look at, you can walk through. At least one of the floors in it. It's a complete marvel in that aspect. It's... Wonderful. Oh yeah, falling but, through fours is always a good aspect of a game. Mm. You know what the problem is, is? The more I think about it, it's because the <clears throat> systems they use and the engines they use, it goes back to what I was saying about the physics, it can be over-encumbered. When there's too many... Because they haven't updated their programs that they use in a while. You know, people still use JavaScript and everything. When you're applying that to a game, it can basically overload itself subtly, creating those bugs, where it could be caused by just a malfunction of something, or in your class hierarchies, if you don't keep them flat, which is like the biggest rule that is, well, it's also the biggest and the smallest rule because no one ever thinks about class hierarchies, but it's so important to everything because it's a class hierarchy, but... <clears throat> that's the thing. If you fall through floors, especially in a game like Unity, but it's not even... You can't just say, oh, Unity did it, so it's bad. It's a bad game because you fell through a floor. He did that. Rob fell through the floor in Infamous. I fell through the floor in... You fell through the floors in a lot of games. Exactly. Yeah. Because it's kind of the same that? concept. A yeah. lot? A lot, yes. Wow. I've experienced, even on Red Dead Redemption, that game, that was like heralded as a 10 out of 10, am I correct? Yeah. That, I've had so many experiences, all the bugs in that game, and nobody ever talked about yeah, it. Yeah, but also in Unity, the character models at times, don't their hair go all over the place? I've never had that happen to me, I've seen that's pictures happen, That's of happening that. to a lot of people. Dude, though. I've been seeing I've never it had everywhere. that happen to me. It's, I've seen I don't know how you get it. away with everything that these people aren't getting away with, because... I fell through the floor. It's yeah. the same thing. I think mostly it's the PC users, too. They I think be, their yeah, rigs can't handle it. And you need a really good rig to run Unity now. But I think you Xbox do. One has been the definitive version they're calling so far. PS4. Probably because of the specs in the One. Because it's 720p. Yeah, PS... PS4 pushes... Yeah. See, where Xbox when you have a console, yeah. the hardware pushing as well as the software, sometimes it can push itself too hard, and then you have these game-breaking things. A la you I fall through the floor. I feel like they're gonna fix this stuff. So but is Unity the game that's pushed the most on the console? It is 
Well, in sense. No, not in, the most. In ways. In ways. It's not, it's not it's the most. Because I'm thinking the Order 1886 has to be. That, that's, in, that's going to be one of them. Yeah, in, oh, yeah. It's the way. It's in the open world aspect. Yeah, and it is. They're, they're basically crafted being in the same way where the Order is supposed to be like. No loading, like it loads as it plays. Yeah, and it's all one thing. It's just from the get go, you have one loading screen, and it's just go, go, yep, go, yep. go. Unity is the same way. Uh, yeah, as you're saying, where it's just one loading screen, and you just keep going throughout the whole entire thing. You just it pushes. It pushes the amount of AI models. If you've ever oh, that's looked the other at the big groups, problem, they would say, "Oh yeah, see that in the groups? trailer." That's wasn't that the whole draw of the game. That there's supposed to be more NPCs than ever. There are way more than ever. Way more. That's what the I'm buildings are well crafted. Way more but wait, well crafted. Isn't that what these, the free... these systems have been designed for stuff like that though, right? Like Dead Rising Three when that you came see, out. That's what I was saying. The PlayStation and is built to push games. Like that. The PlayStation yeah. is to craft games yeah. and to push them to their Dead limit. Dead Rising doesn't have nearly as many zombies on screen. Yeah. Then. When it comes That's to why AC they had a PC Unity. Definitive Edition. AC Unity, there's this one area, this one district where there's tons of grinding. I could count out heads. It would be close to like a thousand. On screen at once? On screen at once. And they can handle that without crashing. But for Xbox, I, I feel like it's built to just be stable. Instead I'm of to push yes. games, it's I'm not glad so. I'm sticking yeah. to that when I get it for Christmas. Like, PlayStation, it's to remarkably push your games to where you... To it's hard. Also, point. people act like this stuff. They're not gonna even bother patching it. They're gonna make patches for this. They're not. Yeah, gonna but that's it... the thing. Why ship out a game with all right. these problems? See, yeah, that's the initial problem. Right. Like, we as consumers well, and gamers, we pay for broken M games. More, and we, nobody's like more. In uh, more developers need to test their games on a global scale. Th they need to have be open be tested before this goes out the door. But that's the thing, it wasn't over-encumbered like this until it brought into a global scale. Because most of the people, most of the bugs people are going to be having are during co-op missions. Like that one famous picture with the girl whose like, face models are everywhere, that was in a co-op mission, in a cutscene. All, mainly the multiplayer stuff is where the bugs that I've experienced happen. It's... Yeah, and they just test these in like... I'm not gonna say. I'm just gonna yeah. Close environments in a small room. And yeah. it's not on like a giant scale. Like maybe if they did like a factory's worth of testing, like like Kojima, he did the camp to make sure Metal Gear ran fine and to make sure people liked it. That's what more developers should do. They should set out camps to have people try their games and to share their output and to see if it works well. Yeah. Yeah. More games just need open betas. I'm sick of this whole thing. Betas are the key. To basically answering all these problems, but the thing is, they they see it as some sort of privilege, like pre-order it and then you get the beta. Exactly, it makes no sense. Exactly, because you want the beta to not be blind when you get it, but they're already making you wear a blindfold and walk off the edge before being able to take that off, and you're gonna be playing the beta while falling, and then if it's bad, you're gonna land on. Like concrete or something. If it's good, you'll land on the mattress. More maybe, companies hopefully. should be uh, putting this stuff into effect. I, Honestly, I remember when Sony sent out betas. Be... They, oh, they were just sent. I remember they sent out demos. More 
regulation in this industry. Exactly. In general. Exactly. They're, be they're basically haggling us at this point. Nobody's they're, they're, they're making the games, doing the bugs, testing it out for a little bit, and then shipping them out immediately. People are patching them along like the way. They're not treating this anymore as what it really is. It's a complicated way to produce things. It's way more complicated than movies because you have all the aspects of what a movie basically is there, but it, everything isn't like it, everything isn't drawn for you, and everything or you know yeah you have to make you have to make stretch. everything from, yes basically. Everything and is that's, wh that's why I give you. props to the developers, and that's why sometimes, <coughs> excuse me, with you some have to glitches, forgive them. yeah, with some glitches and I also, forgive them. But if it's on a constant to, basis, no, I'm yeah. not accepting. And that. you have to think about, especially these games, they're getting so many people involved. Like you see the credits, there are yes. so many people working on it. But and when you and have, then we cannot, still, have and we so still don't have a solid game, even with yeah. all those people. Well, no, that's the thing. It could actually make it worse because when you have so many people working on the game, you know, there needs to be a ton of communication. It has to be a tightly exactly. knit family. Yes. Because when you get coding, like if somebody has to move on to a different area, if they're needed somewhere, if they're multi-position, and then they have someone else take over their work. Like, because that's the thing. Every program and everything, they have their own style. They code in their own style. And that's especially true is because, like, even my uh, book over there that's for game coding and programming, that huge book, even it even says in the first few pages how every programmer, like, there's no style to teach with coding. You have to know all the basics and everything of what you're using because... There is no style to it. Everyone just develops their own method because it's mainly a mathematical process and everyone retains their information and keeps up their patterns in different ways. So, you know, <clears throat> to really be, like, in control of what you're making when you have such a big game, which are basically all these games because they have the manpower required, they need that, you really have to get into someone else's head in order to take their work and do it justice. And that's the problem. That's one of the main issues. As well as... Here's the thing. It's not the actual programmers, the actual devs who are the bad guys here. Yeah. It's the marketing and yeah. the people who are like, you know, the bigwigs who want money they're some they've somehow been appointed to appointed to this point it's especially true in ea like they've gone i feel like they started from the bottom they knew what it was about and then they lost that as yeah. more money just kept breaking in they didn't have to work they didn't have to do anything for oh, it God, let's and not remember that one debacle sim city oh, they, oh that, that, no. that is the poster of being a horrible dev oh god this is the yes. number one do not do you don't do that. And that's the thing, also. Like, that's what you should fear about being a dev, especially for a AAA company. Like, uh, I've heard so many devs say that, yes, we know these bugs are there. We wanted to fix them. And they would just, nope, going through, oh, we'll fix it in post-production and stuff. That's yes, that's the deadline. That's what I was getting at. Yeah. The deadlines. But also... There's deadlines before the deadlines. Basically, they want this certain layer of this game 
done by a certain time. And when they go back, because people make mistakes, this is a huge amount of numbers in code you have to remember some time. You really have to be somewhat of a genius or very, very, very hard worker to really be able to make a game. And when you take that, and you know, you go back and you see a bug, you want to fix it, and then they're like, no, don't bother with that. Your higher-ups will tell you, because I've heard devs say this, they'll, even like Skyrim too, they'll say, no, <clears throat> don't fix this. You're done with production for that part. You need to move on to the next. Just let it go. We'll get it in post-production. And the problem with saying that is they never get it in post-production. Why? It's not the devs' fault. It's because when a game is in a finished state and the publisher handles it, right? Like, beforehand, everything's basically set in stone. And it's really hard to work out a bug and not really cause another one. Because when you're working out a bug, you have to change multiple things. Exactly. It's like, say you're doing, like, a matching puzzle and, you know, you mix up a word. You mix up a few words, actually. It's not just one thing you have to fix and then you're done. It's multiple things. And sometimes those can be hard to locate because then you need to test it. And that's the thing. You need to test it to fix the other bugs. Exactly. They don't allow testing after post-production. It's post-production. So the, the whole ethical system is what determines the fate for a lot of these, you know, companies. That, that is my main gripe with Assassin's Creed. It's not the game. It's not the developers. The developers are amazing, they're, they're talented people. Montreal, I love them. But they're their great. marketing team and the, 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 just the way they do and things that's the is thing. just atrocious. That's the thing. The, it it's, makes the game what's unplayable terrible for me. is. It's basically the same way writing is, which is what I'm struggling with now, is that publishers, they have you by the balls. You can't do anything unless, you know, because who's going to fund all this to get your copies out, you know, to distribute and everything? You're at their mercy. If you want to do something differently, you have to get through to them. And if you can't, Oh well, there is nothing you can do. It's like, it's that's why being a game developer and being a writer is basically the same thing. Un but where the difference is, with writing, if you get like a New York Times bestseller and you have millions and millions of people, you know, the publisher will now have to kiss your ass and say, oh, you know what, unless you make a contract, then you're screwed making things for them, which I don't want to do, but most publishers would like to you know, make you promise a contract. And that's what happens with most devs as well. Exactly. But devs, even if their game is a complete success, they never get the upper hand, especially in marketing. Isn't that what happened to Bungie? Yes, Bungie got screwed by Activision through this. That With Destiny, Destiny would have been such and a And they're already working on another game. Bungie. Yeah, 10 years If it deal, was right? just... If it was just Bungie working on that, with not without the influence of Activision... We'd get another Halo 3 or Halo 2. We'd get another masterpiece, that's right. That's what completely ruined it. And that time that I'm was so delayed... I'm so for that game, too. That time that was delayed, that went by, a lot of work was done, but also a lot of fighting. There were... There was a ton of fighting. It even came down to the point where the marketing team was starting push developers against artists and things because keep in mind they recruited tons of artists to make art for this game because it was expensive and a lot of them 
didn't really have any, you know, passion or background with video games. They were just graphic designers. They weren't. Yeah. They were extremely talented, but they weren't in that field per se. And when you have all these people that want to make their decisions, because say you're working on something, and there's hundreds of other people working on this with you, and you have a vision for it, and then other people want to do this and that, and you feel like it's going to ruin it, you're going, there's going to be fights about it. There's going to be, you know, chaos about it. And that's the other thing. If you don't have a cohesive team, not only is are things going to be lost in translation, literally, but you're also going to have your teamwork lost in translation. Great, so this is what I'm going to be looking forward to in the next uh, six years or so. Exactly. Be careful where you go, too. Mm. That's the main thing. I mean, personally... You also have to be very careful because you're you're treading on thin ice at all times, whether it be with journalists. Journalists could ruin you at any time. You get them the the right amount of money. Oh, yeah. You... That's... No. Well, that's for big uh, AAA higher-ups. Yeah, man, no, for this, they could ruin you when you start to get into the industry. Oh, I think you're just saying... No, 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 Games in general, you know, they're paid, obviously, a certain amount of money to talk good about the game. Well, yes, but... No, 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 I'm talking about... Just any. Journalism. They can rip you to shreds. They could. And if you don't agree with them, if you, you know, have anything, like... If you were an indie dev and you were, you know, pro gamergate at any point, oh yeah, you, that's, you're gone. Oh, yeah. You're basically gone now. You're never gonna be heard of or talked about again, because it may not seem like it for the majority of more hardcore quotation mark gamers, but a lot of people look to journalists and a lot of, and a lot of the popular journalism websites is what gamergate spouted from from their unethical things and you know people may oh video game journalism isn't relevant who cares it's the people in the industry that are going to be making things they put their whole work you know their whole life they devote to being able to code this and create this and make this and they have a vision they want to do it and somebody who's probably laid back has like maybe a fucking liberal arts degree or something like something stupid like that and they could just write an article online, spend 30 minutes on it, not even think about it, and completely ruin the guy. That's that's my main thing with Sonic fans, too, or just fans of anything. Fans can, like, they're like journalists in a way. They can harbor the, the output of the game. Sometimes it's good to pander to your fans, but mainly I'm going to use Sonic as an example. They take risks <coughs> every game now. Yes, exactly. Sonic takes risks every game to do something new, and fans want the same old, same old. You you when can't stop you, picking on them. I don't want the same old, same old, but at the same time, we haven't had a I know, traditional you just want game. A traditional game. We have it in a long time. Do you see where I'm coming from with that? Yeah, I see where you're coming they, from. They, okay, it's good to be innovative, but to a point, it's been three games now. You know, yeah. at least was different. Sonic Boom was really different. Sonic Lost World was really different. That, that's an essence of a game. Make a sequel, a new and innovative, while still keeping the core aspect of a game. They haven't. That's, here's the thing. They haven't. They, they haven't, but that's, that's totally what, separate. That's what Unity You may did like well. Sonic Boom. That's but, what Unity did well. I'm hold on say. for a second. To be completely honest, though, I just... I'm not looking for... I do want Sonic Adventure 3 in the future, but for right now, I, I'm not saying I want Sonic Adventure 3. I just want a tradi- more traditional-style Sonic game. Maybe add some new elements, but now it's just crazy. 
him well, not running? Too many people are asking for too many different things. So sometimes they look at a thing, they're set on it, they're like, cool, this is cool, they'll like it. And they don't like it. You have to be thankful. You better kiss their ass that they're actually making a new Sonic game. Because he can be out there in the gutter. Well, he can be with Bubsy. Sonic is gonna be here to stay, trust me. Yeah, but they can be, they can stop at any time. He they can be fed been. up with their friends, with their fans, just... Any any and given moment. I don't see that day coming. The entertainment yet. industry in general is a bunch of ifs and a bunch of. Be, it's a struggle through and through. There is nothing like the entertainment industry in general. You have to be a genius to really drive it home. Unless we're talking about music for some reason. Music just seems to be able to just, you can roll by with basically whatever. Yeah, because music, there's the something style. there. There's a layout there. With, like, to do something new, you need to be a genius. You mm. need to know what you're doing. You need to home your yeah. arts in. You need to home your everything, your essence, your very soul. And that's why video Shigeru games... Miyamoto is the complete definition of that. Exactly. Video games, I... You know, people, they're starting to get more valid. Can we get back to that for a sec, though? Um, what we were saying about, um, you know, we need more people like him. You know what I'm saying? People don't think like that anymore and don't, you know, strive for greatness. You know what I'm saying? They just it's say, always copy, hey, but... let's make this game. People will buy it anyways. But it's not them. It's the higher-ups. It's Devs, yeah, devs want to drive their vision. They want to... But if the higher-ups aren't the with thing. it, they, they don't like it. Nintendo is one of the only companies that has enough money to sustain so, themselves. It's so wrong. That, that they can have the people who actually make this stuff as their higher-up, you know. Exactly. The, with other companies, like AAA companies, they're not Sony or Microsoft. They don't have the... You know, just total, absolute resources and, you know, security to make a mistake with employment and hiring. They're like, they want to just keep to their own little circle that can rarely ever be penetrated. And that's why I like Sony. They they don't just buy any random dev. They buy devs that like the passion. Like Naughty Dog, they grab them right away. Have you yeah. seen their games? Th their whole team, their whole staff is dedicated mm -hmm. to get this Have one vision out there. Game no. What well, was their first game? Was it Naughty Dog that made that N64 game? No, that was, uh... You know what I'm that was, uh, uh, Sucker Punch, never mind. That was Sucker Punch. Mm -hmm. But Sony grabs devs that hone in on their vision, that yeah. know what they're doing, that's not their copy-paste. It's a dev that looks at one vision and goes, we want to do that. And they drive it to the point. Microsoft is still a money-guzzling machine, so they don't know any better. Which is they why they hire Capcom. <laughs> they, yeah, exactly. They just hire any old people who, like... Know the business and who will b sell them money? Who will get them money? Yes. But that's not the same. Microsoft has had their share of good games as well. They have, but of it's course, not the same. But it's not. It's but they're good games. They don't buy. They don't buy the devs. They buy the games. They don't have a lot of franchises either. Not because yeah, sorry, because they just they're a money guzzling machine. I see that they're robots. They. They, they tried their hand in the industry. They don't know what they're doing. Either put a non-robot in the gaming position, <laughs> yeah. or just pull out. Well, you, well, you know what it reminds well, me of? Wait, before we get to that, I'm sorry. He just thought, when he was saying, get someone that's not a robot, the new guy, Phil Spencer, I believe, he looks like he knows what he's doing. He, yes. Have you seen his comment about Rare? He says he wants Xbox on track. 
He said he doesn't want Rare to be associated with Connect Sports. Exactly. He says they're he getting. Wants, they're starting oh, to get on track. And also, he played guys. the new Rare game. Did you hear that announcement? No. He's played the new Rare game, and I believe it's a reboot. It could be Battletoads. Could be let's Battletoads. Hope, let's hope for Battletoads or Banjo. Please, one of All those. Right. Uh, I but hope for Banjo more. But yeah, me too. What he reminds me of when he says that is, it's kind of like the idea of you have these corporate businessmen making children's toys. Yes. It's pretty yes. much that. But the thing is, it's such a screwed up concept and position because they're not making children's toys. They're making one of the most advanced pieces of technology that People have so many toys. things that have to go into it. If you, I'm going to break down the aspects. You have the art, the cinematography, the voice acting, the coding itself, which is encompasses many, 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 many things. Then you have the controller inputs. Then you have to put the, you know, the actual online network, which is an insane amount of code, which there can be delays. It's not even any developers. It's not in basically any developer's control with the online system. It's how fast the code can get there, and we need to change the ways that we get data across. We even need to change, basically, memory itself. Yeah. There needs to be a new form of memory that can hold more and be less, if you know if that makes any sense. Basically, yeah, well, is that what, um... It should, it should. That's, that's what the cloud basically yeah, that's, is. That's a new format. Do you want a newer format even away no, from no, no, cloud? No, 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 You have to think way more technical. I'm thinking compressing, like, numbers and things. Uh, think of it like, uh, maybe a, um, what's that instrument? The, god, what can I think accordion? of? Accordion? Uh, yes, the accordion or a slinky. How it gets compressed really tightly. Like, you compress lines of code really tightly so it fits in more memory. And then when it is needed in access, it decompresses without hindering the memory itself. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking more like. I'm not thinking of a and format. And they're, they're trying to experiment with the cloud like that. They're trying to stream games to us. They're thinking of new things. But essentially, I like the but numbers also, can't do that. With the that, the they can't. Now is good. Just they need to they implement can't. that better. They can't with um cloud, I mean, because cloud is not the way of the future. It's too risky. It's yeah. too unsecure. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> We've seen that already. It's way too unsecure. But yeah, um, also, <laughs> just in general, like, back to what I was saying, you know, the amount of things that go into making a game, it is the farthest thing from a children's toy. It combines all the hardest parts of, you know, cart uh, cartoon animation, movies, you know, books. It has all the writing... All the audio, video, you have all the coding. It is a culmination of basically everything. You even have music. It's a culmination of every other entertainment art that you could even think about in one thing. And so, no one seems yeah. to realize that. And so many things can go wrong. And fans are blaming the developers. They, Give them a break, guys. Give them a break. There should be a new term for what muddies the water in there. I say big let's, wigs let's, are marketers. Yes. I, let's think of a new word. Uh, what are they? More better publishers? No, no. like, we need no. to think of it like a new word. Just a new word for altogether the bad, for them. For the bad big wig corporation people. Fat cats. Well, that actually, that's been done already. No, that's a real term. Yeah, I know. 
Suits. No, no, that's a that's a turn. I know. Ah, uh, what about um the reptilians? I'm thinking. Nah, uh, it's used already. That, oh yeah, that is used. I think that's a political thing. Yeah, it, I'm it thinking is. cold suits because they're suits? robots wearing Ooh. suits. Ooh. Whoa, cold suits! You heard suits. it here first, patent pending. Yeah, patent suits. Cold suits. Blame the cold suits, not the developers themselves, because they are lovely people. They're yes. hardworking people. Blame they're the cold, cold suits. suits. Watch out for those cold suits, people. Watch, Watch out for out those cold for those suits. Cold There's Minas Fulgur. And they don't have... <laughs> no. They got laser beams like, shooting out of their Sarkeesian. eyes. She's a cold suit? She's a cold suit. Nah, Wait, she's... you mean... Yeah. This... No, Sakina Arnesian. She's a leaping lepton! Oh, God. Ah, uh, yeah. So, basically, um... Don't do that with my drumstick. That's fucking sorry. <laughs> 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 he held his mouth. I'm gonna give me a rest. I'm gonna slap no, it. No. I'm a nun. Somebody I'm a nun. I hope you enjoyed this episode, people. Cold Blame suits. the cold suits. Remember, don't talk, don't talk to cold suits. Dead suits. You never know <laughs> what they like. Dead. Action, action. Go, go, go. This is a disaster.